The, it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're going to stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker 8, 10, go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Uh-oh. Stopped him. Open three. The high schools. Also's gonna take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the full court press with Eric Franson and AJ Salveson. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, AJ, you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Ah, hello. Sorry about the late start there. Not sure we were having some weird stuff in here in the studio, so apologize for that, but I think we've got it sorted out now. So, kind of a weird start. Apologize for that, but uh, we're still here, still live. Pulse is still pounding. Uh, so talking about what's going on in sports today, and uh, we've got a lot to cover with Utah State now that their uh, their season is over. And certainly there are questions about uh, are there more games yet to be played in 2022? Are you know, you know where? What do we look at the, the team? Where do we go from here? When we look at the future of this team, certainly we can recap what happened last night, not just for the Aggies but also for the tournament at large. Um, but a lot of things to try to digest and make sense of now that it's kind of said and done, and now that it's over and completed. Uh, Utah Jazz, they are in action tonight. Um, Jazz are on the road, and look, this is this has been a really long road trip, and we can look and say, yeah, the Jazz played. Um, you know, they had a home game the other night, but it's. Like it's just part of the road trip because they were on the road, came home for one night, and we're back out on the road again before they return home tomorrow for another one. So it's just been a long trip. I mean, really, they've been on the road since February 27th because they had a, a, a game where they came home for a minute to sleep in their bed for a night, and then they're back on the road. So it's almost like that was still considered a road trip. Part of the road trip. But the Jazz do take on the Spurs tonight. Uh, interesting games in the NBA last night. And we talked about rivalries the other night. And last night uh, lived up to the billing, at least in the early stages. And then in the end, as the game wore on, uh, it was a blowout and it turned out to be a snoozer. But there was absolute sizzle. Leading up to the game, in the uh, warm-ups before the game, the players getting on the buses before the game, to what was happening during the game, and that is what the NBA has been missing this year. And the other thing too that I wanted to get on, uh, get to here, is that uh, there's it's interesting to see some of the storylines 
and the headlines with some of the things going on in the NBA. Last night, the Phoenix Suns clinched a, a spot in the playoffs. The first team in the NBA to clinch a spot in the playoffs. They are 40 games above 500. And they, they played the Miami Heat. Really good team. One of the top teams in the East. But the headlines, what people are talking about, is that the Lakers lost to the Rockets. Yes, a lot of headlines are about what happened between the Nets and the Sixers as well. But it, this, it's just very reminiscent to me of what happened with Utah Jazz a year ago. Being the number one team in the West, unless you are Steph Curry or LeBron James, it doesn't matter. You just, you're just not going to get that attention. You're not going to get the publicity, the eyeballs, and the ink. Uh, and Phoenix Suns, they're going through that right now. They have had the best record in the NBA by a wide margin for a good chunk of the season. Nobody writes about them. Nobody talks about them. All we want to talk about are how much the Lakers are in dysfunction, what's going on with uh, James Harden and Ben Simmons. So I, I guess my point here is I feel bad for Phoenix because we if Jazz fans went through that a year ago, and uh, here you go, <laughs> Phoenix. You get to deal with it now. A uh, reminder, a Guild Mortgage text line is open if you want to weigh in on any of these topics. Uh, we also get into some baseball now that the doors are open for free agency and signing contracts and things like this. So I need to see some of this starting to develop. So who are the bigger names that could be on the move uh, over the next uh, day or two because it's going to be happening quickly. Uh, but if you want to weigh in, love to hear from you as well. 435-339-0321 on our uh, Guild Mortgage text line. And uh, getting to that, getting a couple of texts coming through. 9952. Uh, yes, officiating was awful, but three things. First, 6% from three. Second, Barristow held Roddy badly on the makeup call. And third, why did Bean Russia drive one on two with 14 seconds left? Okay, so uh, let's digest some of these kind of uh, piece by piece. First of all, yeah, I totally agree. Like the outside shooting was atrocious. Uh, we talked about some of, one of our big keys was that the guards have to be able to step up and make shots for the Aggies. It's going to be a little bit different against Colorado State than it will than it was against Air Force. Um, but the guards have to be able to step up and contribute and play an important role in the game. But they were one of 15 from three. Justin being the only guy who was able to hit a three-point shot. That was a staggering problem in the first meeting against Colorado State. So it came up and bit them again. Because if you get, man, just it's, with a game like that, one more three makes the difference. But, uh, Wow. I mean, Barristow was 0 for 2. Ashworth was 0 for 4. Brock was 0 for 2. Jones, Idle Rock, Horvath, they came up empty in their single attempts from beyond the arc. Uh, 
Max Shulga, he was hitting. He was one of the best three-point shooters on Wednesday night. He didn't even attempt a three last night against Colorado State. I mean, it's not like Colorado State was better shooting from beyond the arc. Uh, I mean, they only hit three. So the three-point defense was definitely on point, I guess you could say, for the Aggies. But you have to be able to hit that outside shot. It has to be a threat. It has to be part of the game to give yourself a chance if you want to be a legitimate title contender in any conference. Uh, to the other point, you know, Barstow held Roddy badly on the makeup call. Okay. I mean, there shouldn't have even been a makeup call. I hate makeup calls. Call it as it should be called. It's a foul. If it's a foul, call it. If it's not a foul, it's not a foul. But if you feel bad that you made a mistake, I mean, you turn around and, and blow another bad whistle. I just, that really frustrates me. Makeup calls frustrate me. Just make the right call. It, either it's a foul or it's not. It's not about, come on, it's not about being fair. And if you screwed up, well, now I got to screw up for the other guy too. I mean, I don't like makeup calls. And then why did Bean rush a drive when he's one on two? Look, when that steal initially happened in that outlet pass, it was really just a one on one situation. But I mean, Colorado State's guards were were quicker; they were able to catch up to him and get in place. So it's not like. I don't know. Should he have pulled it out? Maybe. But look, it's in transition. He's got a head of steam. He's got momentum. He's got a lane. And a guy is sliding in front of him to slow him down or to create an issue. And so it was a terrible call. But I really don't have a problem. Look, what if he he backs it out, sets up? Uh, Maybe. But look, he had a clear lane. He had momentum. I don't fault him for trying to go to the hoop on that. Not at all. Everything's in transition. Nobody's set. You pull it out. You give up. You give the defense a chance to uh, to set up their defense. And points were a premium. So you have a lane. You have momentum. You got the crowd going. Go for it. So I don't really blame Justin on that one. Um, play for the last shot. Okay, maybe you can make that argument. But again... Points were a premium, and they were having a hard time making them. And uh, in the moment, I, I don't really blame them. Uh, 435-339-0321, if you want to chime in on our Guild Mortgage text line. Uh, 9315, where's Ajay? Long night, I guess. Um, oh, yes. Uh, well, yes, it was. Uh, he, he was up late making it rain. I don't know, but he is on his way back. He will be joining me here in studio next hour. He's on his way back right now. So he will be here with us to get his uh, perspective, give his perspective from what he saw there at courtside and after the fact for Utah State. Also, uh, 9315 says, why did we not use our last timeout at the end of the game or was the screen on the broadcast wrong? Um... Boy, great question. That would be one for AJ. I, I, I now can't remember. 
um, where the uh, the timeout situation was late. Somebody else is going to have to help me out on that one. Um, if the if the Aggies had one to use and didn't use it, or if the uh, the screen was wrong. Oh, that's a great question. I'm sorry I can't answer that for you. Uh, two three zero five. Much of Utah State's problem is small guards and inconsistent shooting. Happened all season. Finally caught up with them in the tournament. We'll need to get much better, or excuse me, much more athletic and better shooting in order to contend. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, Barstow's not a small guard. Shulga's not a small guard. So, I, I don't know that the you can just say small guards. We, the Aggies have small guards. Ashworth, yes, he's he's smaller. Uh, Jones, but the Yankees have some size. Um, but it, really, the the issue is that consistent scoring, right? That that consistent scoring threat. Somebody who can make a make something happen when they need it. Go get a bucket. Barstow's. Uh, maybe developing into that guy, you know, is he come back next year and be a, a senior leader in that position? And that's, I mean, a big question generally for this team about who's coming back and who's going to be playing what kind of a role. But, I mean, Idle Rock, he's six four, so I wouldn't say he's a small guard. Jones is six foot, and uh, Stephen Ashworth. He is uh, six foot one, so yeah, those guys are are small, but I, I don't know that I'd say that Utah State suffers from having small guards. Shulga's six foot four, so I mean those are those are decent sizes for guards, but I think the bigger issue is uh, is about that scoring, that consistent scoring. Uh, as a follow up, two three zero five says if Barstow is a guard, how come he doesn't shoot the ball well? Being outside that, um, yeah, I I don't. He's outside shooting is not his forte. Absolutely, something he'll need to work on. Uh, I love how he's being more aggressive this year compared to years past in attacking the rim and uh, showcasing a little bit more of what he has. I mean, he's six foot eight. I mean, he's probably, he's more of a small forward. I mean, he's bigger than uh, than Justin Bean by an inch, but. Based on his style of play, he's listed as a, a guard. So that will be an interesting uh, development to see how he works on his game and how he is used in the future for Utah State. Uh, 5634, weighing in on our Guild Mortgage text line. Uh, the three-point shooting has been horrible all season long. Coach Odom has to be looking in the portal for a three-point shooter. Uh, Eric, you say the season is over, but I've been looking at NIT predictions. If Aggies in as a seven seed, now Lewis thinks we are still playing more games. Uh, what I meant by that is that the, there's the what we know to be done is or what could be games that could be played are now done. What we don't know is is it NIT, CBI, CIT? Are those opportunities out there? Yes. Is there a likelihood that Aggies go to the NIT? Yes. But I'm putting it in the framework as the regular season is done, conference tournament is done, and in that lens, looking at it. Is there more basketball to be played? I believe so, yes. 
So don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say that I think it's over and everything's done, but the games that we knew were going to be played are concluded for Utah State. I'll get into the NIT in a little bit and some of the other postseason tournaments, but it just last night's game, the way that this the whole game played out, the way that it finished, really was a microcosm of the entire season of 2021 and 2022. It was a perfect metaphor for how this season has gone. Aggies will play competitive. They'll be in the game. They'll play great. They'll hustle. They'll be aggressive. Uh, they'll push the, the best teams in the conference to the limit. Maybe even have a lead at some points in the game. But in the end, they'll struggle to close it out and get the W. So many games this year decided by one possession. And with the exception of the overtime game in Albuquerque, Utah State has come out on the losing side of almost all of those. Yes, there was the uh, some stuff early in the season with the overtime game in, the, in Myrtle Beach. There was some exciting stuff here and there, but, but the vast majority of games Utah State has played, when if it's a single-possession game with one minute to go, nine times out of ten they lose that game. And last night was just a perfect microcosm and uh, just representation of how the entire season has gone for Utah State. 435-339-0321. If you want to weigh in on a Guild Mortgage text line, a couple more texts coming through, and then we'll hit a timeout here on the Full Court Press. Uh, 5654 weighing in. I feel like being passed on so many open shots. Um, Maybe. But he had a great game. Uh, there was a stretch of that game, especially where he was playing some of his best basketball of the season. But he needed help. Horvath played well. The guys in the post played well for USU. It's just the guards needed more out of the guards. Just They just didn't have it. Didn't have it. 9952, Barristow struggles backing players in on the post, often loses control of his dribble. Not sold he can be the go-to player for a bucket. Yeah, right with the way he is right now, probably not. But look at where he is today compared to where he was a year ago, compared to where he was two years ago. I mean, the guy had lost confidence, not only in himself, the coach had lost confidence in him. His teammates were losing some confidence in him. He had so many unforced errors because he got so wrapped up in his coach being mad at him and making sure he did it just right and he wasn't focusing on just playing basketball. And he, he had a hard time keeping himself on the court because of unforced errors. A lot of that has been resolved and he's become much more of a weapon for Utah State. I'm not saying that just because of what he's doing now, the next step is that he's going to be the go-to guy for Utah State next year. I, I don't... I mean, I like his progression. I like his evolution. Is he going to be the go-to guy? Should he be the guy that everybody hangs their hat on? Probably not. But I like where he's headed. And I think he provides, he's going to create a, a nice weapon or a nice option for Utah State next year. But he has to continue to put in the time, put in the work, and 
be accepted, uh, accepting of the coaching that he's being getting, uh, given uh, to continue to make those next steps to be a solid piece of Utah State's future. Uh, 2305. Sounds like Bean is still considering his future as well. Perhaps he'll be back. Yeah, I mean, certainly he's um, he's saying that. Um, but I think the I'm. I mean, look, the guy is he an NBA guy? <sighs> Probably not. Um, I, I think he could have a nice career internationally. Um, I just, I mean, he's, he's definitely improved his outside shooting. He's been more consistent there. He's worked on just his form, but at six foot seven and how he plays the game, he'd have to be a, a, you know, a perimeter defender, a three and D kind of guy. I don't know if his three is really that strong, but as a hustle guy, make things happen guy there's a number of those type of players in the league right now so you know the the right ideal conditions maybe he does uh, create an opportunity for himself to be in the NBA and look at Alex Caruso uh it, that's a hustle guy who's just made some things happen and has been able to carve out a career in the NBA so is Justin Bean going to be like that if he gets the right coaching staff, then he fills a role that a team doesn't have. Yeah, maybe. But I, I think in the end, though, whether it's about him coming back for another year or not, I think based on his age, I think that he he goes. I think he leaves to go pursue a professional career. Uh, that's would make the most sense to me. All right, got to take a timeout here in the full court press. Love to continue to get your feedback about what happened last night and what's going on in the Mountain West Tournament. We'll talk about the NBA and uh, what are our where our attention is focused in the NBA, just how screwed up that is. But we also had a, a great game that brought sizzle to the NBA, and that's what it's been lacking. And I hope that we're starting to get more of that, and I'd love to see more of that just in professional sports. Period. So, uh, and also just your your reactions to Utah State moving forward. Like, where does this team go from here? Uh, what's what's the focus need to be on this team with the type of player or players, and who's coming back? Uh, and to just where does Utah State need to go from here? Four three five three three nine zero three two one to join us here on the Full Court Press. Hey, it's Jackson with Mountain West Motor, inviting you to check out our new location at 615 North Main in Logan. If you're looking for a rig that will turn heads on the road, each vehicle on our lot has been customized and built for your adventure. Whether it's hauling kids, hauling trailers, or roaming in the mountains, choose from our collection of trucks and SUVs at Mountain West Motor like no other dealership in Cache Valley. Visit us at mwmotor.com. Mountain West Motor, built for your adventure. This is Jay with Daryl's Appliance. What happens when an appliance breaks down and the cost of the repair is more than the appliance value? You're stuck with a service call charge at most places, not at Daryl's. With our exclusive Under One Roof Loyalty Program, we discount the service call diagnostic charge when you decide to buy new from us instead of the repair. That's the Daryl's difference because service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road, open until 6 p.m. on weekdays, 5 on Saturday. 
Michael Evans of Master Evans Martial Arts used radio to get the word out for the grand opening. It was awesome. About 75 people here on my grand opening and uh, advertised on your radio station, and uh, it worked very well. I asked people when they come through the door, how did you hear about me? Oh, we heard it on the radio. Any advice you want to share with others trying to grow their business? Works very, very well. I recommend you try it for your business and become even more successful. Helping you grow your business. Dash Valley Media Group. Helping your business grow. Since 1896, couples throughout Utah have shopped Essie Needham Jewelers for their diamond engagement ring. We offer our Integrity Price Guarantee on a beautiful selection of unique, high-quality diamond engagement rings. Gals, you'll love our rings, and guys, you'll love our prices. We price our diamonds at internet pricing. Review the web and come see, hands-on, our beautiful selection. Shop and compare. Get Essie Needham Quality at Internet Pricing, where Utah gets engaged. Essie Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. It's the Full Court Press. Hello, Presses. Oh, gosh. How no. are you? That's not playing not even close. You know where I got these scars? No, well, what are you doing? Are we going to get a break? Let's get a break. Listen to Andrew when I was explaining the fan. 5662, that was the worst send a break I've ever heard. Cut that and use it as a promo, or don't, for the station's sake. Weekdays from 4 to 6, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson and Ajay Salveson, who may or may not have broken several different speed violations to get here None, as actually. early as he did. No, there was no traffic. I left like at 7.30 in the morning. So yeah, no traffic. When great. I spoke to you, based on where you were when we spoke on the phone, yeah, I didn't think there's going to be any chance you'd be here before 5 o'clock. So I really, I honest, there was like a really dishonest bone in my body that said, just tell him that you're like, you're, you're, there's no way you're going to make it. Like that you're in... You're in the middle of nowhere, somewhere before St. George, somewhere just a little bit past Nevada, and you're not going to make it. I like there was a dishonest, dishonest bone in my body just to tell you that, <laughs> and I and I so wanted to because I just want I wanted to go home so badly, and I was like, no, just want to go home, get a bucket of ice cream, and sit oh, on your dude, couch with Reggie, and, and just rewatch that your Tom Brady blow up dolls. show. Yeah, I man, your what shiz show? I said shiz. Okay. Why is dadless? I mean, Mr. Franson listen. <laughs> I, was, oh. I was really close. That <laughs> was making me sweat. <laughs> We've said so much on this air. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, I am rolling tape, so. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, so, Ajay. Um, Hi, Eric. You, you didn't listen to uh, the first. 30 minutes of the show even though you should have been <laughs> okay you were in with you were in listening range well heaven's sake but you weren't tuning in so this is this is what i've thrown out to our audience this hour first of all it was just i'm kind of venting how last night was a microcosm of the entire season it was a <clears throat> metaphor of how everything has gone this year you'll be competitive be close but in the end fall short Great, uh, you know, great performance by Horvath and Bean in the low post, but nothing out of the guards. At least no offense. And I won't say they didn't contribute because they, you know, they did some things in their own ways. But 
Offensively, there was nothing there. Only one made three-point shot. So where do they go from there? You know, where is it a function of how the the offenses ran, or they just don't have guys who can consistently shoot? And it's a it needs to be tweaks to the roster, not so much the system. Did you see from your vantage point that the looks were good and they had open looks, or did the system just not look like it gave them any sh- chances to make good shots? No, they had great looks. Like they, like the ball movement was really, really, really good. And when it's that good, it, it's hard to cover every spot in the court, right? Uh, Eric, they did a really great job. They did a heck of a job moving that ball around, and they and they had great looks. I just, I mean, they wouldn't fall in. I mean, and, and some of these threes aren't even close. I mean, some of these are like hitting the. I mean, three, two of them hit the side of the backboard. One of them airballed, wasn't even there. Um, and I think another one was like incredibly short. I think it grazed the rim. I just, I don't know what happened. Like, I don't know how you just can't hit a three when you're that open and you got that good of a look. You got to knock it down. Like, Eric, we went one of 15. Is that right? And our lone three came from, out of all the people, Justin Bean. Yep. Bears still had several good looks. Brock had a couple good looks. Ashworth had like three or four good looks. Rylan had two. Shulga didn't make an attempt. Like he shot the ball well on Wednesday yeah. from beyond the arc, but he didn't even attempt one. So, and I, and I, I, I say this respectfully about Shulga. I, man, that second foul really did bother him. Like in the first half when he and, and it was a cheap foul too. It probably shouldn't have been called. It was that's basketball, but it almost seemed like he mentally. Like, just in a frustrating way, blocked himself. Like, he was like, ah, this is not my night. I can't get anything going. This is the way it's going to be. He's frustrated. And that was in the first half. Bring him out in the second half. And I still thought he played well. Um, I would have liked to see more confidence. I would have liked to see him shoot more. I just, he needs to be shooting more. And, um, he, I mean, he's a great playmaker. It's just got to get him to shoot the doggone ball, Eric. Yeah, that was frustrating to see offensively. That was about as... I mean that that could not really offensively that could not have gone much worse than what we saw. Uh four three five three three nine zero three two one on our Guild Mortgage text line. A couple more of these texts coming through. Five six three four says uh the three point shooting has been horrible all season long. Coach Odom has to be looking in the portal for three point shooter. Oh, I already said I already read this one, but now you can hear it, AJ. Um Yeah, then the most of it is about the the NIT and whatnot. But then uh, adds that the Aggies had seven games that they lost by three points or less. I think you can extend that and add a few more. That if it was a one possession game in the final minute, I think you can add probably two or three more games to that because Colorado State beat the Aggies by five, but that was a one possession game with a minute to go. Well, less than a minute to go. Season. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there's a couple more in there that you can add to that. So they're just illustrative of how many games were so close that the Aggies weren't able to close out. Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, nine nine five two. Bean won't be back next year's team is too much of a question mark. His time to capitalize is now. Yeah, Bean's not coming back. Uh, he'll be. Uh, I think he's going to try and see what the NBA looks like in regards to scouts looking at what they want out of him and where his projection could be. Uh, or he'll head overseas. Yeah, that is. That is. That's certain. So uh, maybe, you, well, apparently you did miss this because you weren't listening. But <laughs> if if there's a player in the NBA today 
that Justin Bean is most like? Oh, geez, Eric. Would that be Alex Caruso? Draymond Green? Well, Alex Caruso shoots better than Bean from the perimeter, so no. Draymond Green likes to kick people in the groin, so that's definitely not Bean. Um, <laughs> I, honestly, Draymond Green, and, and I, that's this is probably unfair to say, Draymond Green's better defensively than Bean is. Um, I don't think that's unfair. I, I think that's totally fair. Um, oh, if there's a player that is like Bean, who would it be? You know, it sounds kind of dumb, but... Like, honestly, Memo O'Kerr. Because he wasn't, like, he was okay defensively. Wasn't great. He was okay. Bean's good defensively. And he's definitely improved his perimeter shot from three. Um, and yeah, but the biggest difference there is Memo was like 6'10", 6'11", and consistently would draw guys out to hit threes. Caruso's how tall, though? I mean, you're using a guard comparison to Bean. Bean's only 6'7". How tall is Caruso? And he was a guard. Remember that. Bean's a at least a forward in college. I think he'd be might be a small. Yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't play that in the NBA. Um, he's six foot four. Alex Caruso is six foot four. Um, yeah, I, 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 you know, there's height, right? I don't know. Um, that's tough. Because he's an active guy, right? He's he he makes things happen just because what of his about- activity. But is it? Does he have a skill set okay. outside of this that is, that makes him NBA? This is complete bullcrap, probably. This will be probably complete bullcrap. What about Anthony Davis? Athletic, can get up, can throw it down. I know, I know. And he shoots it about as well as Bean does from the three point line. What? Yes, I'm I know. I know you're gonna lose your mind on that. I'm comparing Bean... Spent too much time in the sun. No, Eric, I'm serious. Well, look at me. Yeah, of course I have. Um, But, yes, I would say Anthony Davis based on athleticism. What? I don't know. This is weird. Uh, Draymond Green, by the way, six foot six. So... Draymond Green's really be, good defensively, that bad That makes offensively. a lot more sense to me than... Anthony Davis. No, Draymond Green is horrible offensively, really good defensively. Bean is great offensively, okay defensively. Green's not horrible offensively. He's not. He's not good. If I had to, if I had to grade on a scale of like an A to uh, F, Draymond offensively is about a C. He's averaging Justin this, Bean's a this B this year. He's averaging eight, uh, eight points. Seven and a half boards. That's what he did last year too. Pretty similar. Bean would have more points. I don't know about probably. I don't know about the boards, but all right. A couple more uh, texts coming through. Two three zero five. Are there any players who go to Salt Lake Community College? Who I understand is one of the top JUCO programs in the nation. Coming to Utah State, or are we looking at them? I don't know if they're looking at him. You know, Odom's pre- Coach Odom doesn't really like to talk about the recruiting. Um, he's pretty guarded about that kind of stuff. You know, he'll he'll give you kind of the the beat around the bush answer of like, you know, we're looking through the portal, we're looking at our best options, we're gonna try and find the guys to fit right for the system, that kind of a thing. Uh, I've I've been told that he will or has hit the portal. Him and his assistants both. Um, 
I know they're excited about Mason Faltov coming here to see what kind of talent he can bring. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, that's all. I mean, honestly, it's it's been pretty guarded in regards to the recruiting conversation of what they are bringing in. A quick list of six foot seven players in the NBA. Jeez, oh, you're still stuck on this. Luka Doncic, Kawhi Leonard, Jimmy Butler, Chris Middleton, Lamelo Ball. So far, none of those guys really, I think, are a good comparison. Uh, Brandon Ingram, Andrew Wiggins, Gordon Hayward, OG Ananobi, Dylan Brooks. See, Dylan Brooks. It's an interesting comparison. Bean's not a dirty player. Montrez Harrell, Kelly, Kelly Oubre. What about Jay Crowder? P.J. Washington, Evan Fournier. I'm just scrolling down here. Larry Nance Jr. Okay, what about Jay Crowder, though? Joe Ingles. Um, Jay Crowder. Okay, let me look up. I don't see Jay Crowder on my list here. I got to go find. That's because you're looking at a crappy list. I'm looking at all the current NBA players that are six foot seven, and somebody's ranked them all. Jay Crowder could be like a Justin Bean. Uh, Jay Crowder is six foot six. Pretty close. Yeah. I'll, that's a good comparison. Yeah, I know it is. Uh, what? A couple more texts coming through. 5980. How much of the Aggies' poor shooting can be attributed to CSU defense? A lot of it. Well, and again, there was open looks at times. They were great at contesting. The thing about what Colorado State did really, really well is they shut off lanes. I mean, they did a great job of coming back and and shutting off a lane that you were hoping to go through. They did a great job of cutting off the baseline with their big men. Both defenses on both sides were about as good as you could ask for. Like, points came at a premium, and so did its shooting. Good looks were very few and far between. And when you got them, you had to knock them down. Colorado State did. Utah State did not. But I thought the defense on both ends, Eric, was so good. And the best part is, I mean, I'm sitting courtside, and you can hear everybody talking, right? Like, you see Colorado State, Rod is calling out a screen on which side. Uh, you've got Tanjay coming out, calling out where the guard's going to be coming through. Like, they they knew everybody, like, they knew everybody, what everybody's going to be doing. And so did the Aggies. Like, you come on the other side, and, I mean, Aggies are calling out screens left and right. Brandon Horvath, you know, sees a guard coming on a curl. He knows exactly where he's going, and he tells Ashworth where he's going to be, where he's supposed to meet him at. Like, stuff like that. I mean, both defense did their scouting report, and that was, it was hard. Yeah, when the game gets tight, that's where your stars are supposed to shine and, uh, and really, you know, step up. And we saw that with Horvath and Bean. And we just, learned that and have learned this has been kind of a consistent story yeah. it's not that other option yeah. that needs to be there we and sometimes f- it's not double digit points from some guys you just need a bucket in critical times and that was just hard to come by and again i just man i was really i was really really impressed defensively from both teams eric and by the way um both those dunks from roddy were nasty i mean just mean the one over RJ, putting him on a poster and then autographing it for him. <laughs> like, that was... And, and, then the, and then the drive past Bean and throwing it down. Like, that's that guy is your player of the year. 
Like no question, yes. he, he and he played like it too. Of, yeah. He's a he's a really really good. He ball wasn't player. the leading scorer, but he was the most. Impactful. No, he was the most impactful though. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, eight nine six eight. Do you think that the Aggies will go for one of the so what tournaments to give remaining players much needed experience? Yeah. Uh, so yes. Yeah, so let's do this. Let's take a take time a break out and, and we yeah. will answer that. I've got your answer for that. Uh, I've got some details about the tournaments that are out there and uh, how those work. So we'll update you on all that coming up and more of your texts coming through. We know we've got some. We will get to those. Be patient. We'll get to you in just a moment here on the Full Court Press. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. There's no reason to wheeze and sneeze while around dogs and cats. The Allergy Clinic, located in the Cache Valley Hospital and now in Providence next to the Bank of Utah, have an extremely aggressive treatment for dog and cat allergies. Get the help you need and stop avoiding friends and relatives' homes just because of their pets. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cache Valley a full-time clinic to test and address all your allergy concerns. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. The Cache Valley Allergy Clinic, with two locations inside the Cache Valley Hospital and now in Providence. Call 753-7880. That's 753-7880. Hi, this is Rusty Allen with LSS Insurance. I get asked all the time, do I have to sign up for Medicare? Check out our website, lssins.com, or call 752-9493. Medicare doesn't have to be confusing. We have the answers to all your questions and will help each step of the way. With decades of experience, we'll guide you through each step. There is no cost to work with LSS Insurance. We make Medicare easy. Call 752-9493. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. It's cold outside, but you can keep warm inside with a quality-built, super-efficient York furnace. Count on a furnace from York because it's backed by the strongest warranties available. It's just another way we install confidence. Call Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning, your local York dealer, at 752-7272. Online at advancedheating-ac.com. York. Install confidence. We're not comfortable until you are. Advanced Heating and Air. Girls, us guys are always trying to score some brownie points, but we need all the help we can get. So dropping some subtle hints is helpful, such as your favorite food is Italian, you love the color green, and you want the ring from Jarek's Fine Jewelry, the place with the bright green cars on 930 North Main Street. Okay, so it might not be so subtle, but that's okay. Remember, we need the help. Make it special, make it Jarek's. Now remember, just tell him it's the place with the bright green cars. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here as uh, recapping what happened in the Mountain West Tournament last night. Utah State season technically not yet done still a chance for some more games to be played we just don't know in what capacity the NCAA tournament no that's not going to happen 
But NIT is definitely a possibility. And um, look, some some of the other tournaments that are out there. Uh, so the NIT will have uh, 32 teams participate. Uh, they do have automatic qualifiers. So ESPN owns this tournament, and they do have deals uh, that they have already set it out. Like there are some teams that can be an automatic qualifier for the NIT, and that goes to teams who had the best regular season record in their conference but failed to win the conference tournament. So already there are a number of teams that are that are filling the NIT field, including North Texas, Towson, Cleveland State, Iona, Northern Iowa and Texas State. But it's still a good number of teams still to go. Mm-hmm. The field will be announced on March 13th on ESPNU, and then the games will be on the ESPN networks. But, Ajay, your gut feeling right now, are the Aggies going to make it to the NIT? Yes, absolutely. Or is it going to be one of these other lesser-known <laughs> Sorry, I answered too tournaments? soon. Here's my... If it's the CBI, I think the Aggies say no. If it's the NIT, the Aggies will take it. Um, that is just my pure gut feeling. That's not consensus information coming from the university by any means. That's just me. Uh, but if it's the CBI, uh, I don't think they take it. I don't, just, I don't think there's a worth for it. I don't think there's enough fan interest in the CBI. If it's the NIT, they're going. Uh, they'll take that in a heartbeat. There's still some good teams that are going to be in the NIT. You look at the Mountain West Conference, Eric, um, and there's four teams that are going, right? I talked to the deputy in the Mountain West Conference yesterday on my way out, and I asked him, I said, so what do you see out of this conference? Obviously not all four teams that are NCAA tournament quality teams are now in the semifinal, which means all four are going. And I, and I said, is there a chance that a fifth team could be in the NIT? And he said, well, yeah, you look at the conference and there's four great NIT te- or uh, NCAA tournament teams. That fifth team is 60 in the net ranking. How would you say no to a team that is 60th in the net ranking and is just one behind, you know, the four other NCAA tournament bid teams? And he says, they're absolutely in a, a, an NIT team. And from what I've been hearing... Craig Thompson is also vouching to the NIT committee that this is a NIT team as well. Yeah, Utah State currently 60 in the net. Uh, and so I think the NIT looks at what your overall resume is, not where you're standing, where you finish in your standings in your conference. And so I think that benefits Utah State. Uh, but um, yeah, it, the, the games are played from March 15th through March 31st. The first three rounds are on campuses. And then the semifinal and championship game are at uh, Madison the Square, Square Garden. Square Garden. How cool would it be? You lose the way you did against Colorado State, right? Heartbreaker. I I know people are like, oh, come on, get over yourself, AJ. What would it be like if this team wins three straight and gets themselves into the semifinals at Madison Square Garden in New York? Like, that's, a, that's an okay way to make up for that conference. Absolutely. Isn't it? Like, I mean, you get to the NIT Final Four semifinal. I know it's not the NCAA tournament. I get it. But, man, playing inside of Madison Square Garden for your final season, Justin Bean, Brendan Horvath. And to play on national television. Oh, man, I'd take it in a heartbeat, and I'd be absolutely okay with right. it. Right, if, if the team has the right uh, frame of mind, the right mindset Which going into these games. Which I think they do, yeah. Then it can be a real positive They experience. don't want to end their season on that. On letting an official decide a game to an extent and and playing the way they did. They they want to end it on a good note. And I think, look, you go out there and you compete your butt off here in the next couple of games. And I, 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 I truly, honestly, I do think they're going to the NIT, Eric. They'll have their name Sunday night. 
Uh, a couple other texts that have come through. Um, this is from 9758. Horvath ended up having a really good game last night, but the Aggies have to get a good big man. They also need shooters. The rest of the team is set for another very good run next year. Yeah, Horvath was really good. 18 points, uh, I believe. 17 or 18 points, Eric. Um, uh, he had 17. 17. And eight boards. And uh, th- how many turnovers, though? Three. And two of them were really costly. Two of them hurt. You just, like, when you go into the lane and you have an aggressive defense like that, you got to be able to be aware of all your surroundings and who's where. And Horvath had a couple really just bad turnovers, and Rylan Jones did as well. Seemed like everybody did. Uh, more texts that have come through. we got to take a timeout, though. We'll get to those in just a moment. Coming up next here on the Full Court Press. Here's some great news for you Ski-Doo and Can-Am owners. You have a choice when it comes to repairs on your Ski-Doo toys. Torque Motorsports. Now has Ski-Doo repair software so they can effectively and efficiently work on your machine. Torque Motorsports. We'll get you in faster and fix it right. The snow has been flying, so get your snowmobile ready for winter. Torque Motorsports. We'll give your sled a total inspection so there are no surprises on the mountain. Torque Motorsports on 2nd North, 10th West. Online at TorqueMotorsportsUtah.com. If you want a natural stone look on your home without the expense, think Coldwater Stone in Tremonton. They have partnered with Castellite and Logan to bring you the look and style you want at a price much less than natural stone. Stop into Coldwater's Tremonton showroom or Castellite and Logan and see how they take some of the most beautiful resources the earth has to offer. Then shapes and blends them to create your dream home. Create your custom masterpiece online at coldwaterstone.com. Coldwater Stone, the natural choice for all of your stone needs. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Just remind you about the uh, Napa Auto Parts Gold mm-hmm. Filter Sale going on now through March 15th. Spring gold filter sale, all gold filters up to 60% off. Get in there while supplies last at any of those five locations located from Preston to Providence. A couple more texts coming through on our Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321, if you want to chime in. Uh, 9952, I often compare Bean to Barkley and Rodman. Plays his guts out to get every ball, but clearly shoots better than both. Okay, I can actually do Barkley and Rodman. Barkley developed a little bit more of an outside shot later yeah. in his career, but uh, that's, Rodman that's is, not a bad comparison. Dude, Rodman was a rebounding machine. Okay. Great defense. Yes. Yeah. Oh, really good defense, yes. Yeah, I like it. Okay. That's good. That's I can good. go with that. 2305, also, does Roddy have a career in the NBA ahead of them? Yes. In my opinion, yes. He is a little bit smaller, but he's got great size, great speed. He can beat you off the dribble. Uh, he is not afraid to attack the rim. I, Eric, I'm telling you, watching him in person, it's just it's a treat. <laughs> so honestly, it was fun to see that guy in person play basketball. Uh, who was the guy at Iowa last year who was such a big name? Uh, a Luke Garza? Was, yeah, what's he doing in the NBA right now? Uh, I don't even know. I didn't get track of him. Exactly. I think Roddy's going to be something similar. Great at the collegiate level, but I don't know if it translates to the NBA. You know what? If he's getting paid millions, he ain't going to care. <laughs> I just, he's a good big man in, in college, 
but it's a different. If it's just a different story in the NBA. Yeah, it's different level he's basketball. Low, and he's a he's more athletic than you think he would oh, be at that d- size. Dude, I'm telling you, those two dunks he put up last night just illustrated everything about what makes him so good. But if 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 a team's going small ball, yeah, he makes sense as a uh, undersized four. He's got a be- he's got to develop a better perimeter shot for me though. Yeah, agreed. Uh, nine three one five. Just look at how many NIT teams in the Mountain West from last year uh, are doing. So we know it helps. How many teams from the Mountain West were the NIT last year? I have to look up the. Uh, I don't remember the bracket from a year ago. Hey, someone asked, uh, "What are the chances of Raleigh Worcester two three zero five did from the uh, entering the portal from Utah to returning to Logan? He will not be." Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, I missed that one. That is that is not going to happen. Yeah, uh, I. I I highly, highly doubt that. Yep. Yep, not happening. Uh, 9952, Roddy is similar to Eric Pascal uh, for the Jazz. Yeah, that's kind of true. Yeah? Yeah. Body size and such, yeah, I could see it. That's, that's true. And uh, Eric rides the bench. Rarely ever sees time. <laughs> uh, all right, more about what happened with Utah State last night. Where do we go from here? What does the future hold for the Aggies? And comparing some postseason tournaments as well. Uh, love to get your thoughts as well on the Guild Morgan's text line. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. It's been a roller coaster ride for baseball the past couple of weeks. One day a collective bargaining agreement seems close, the next day it doesn't. This week was no different. On Wednesday, baseball canceled more games. That pushed opening day back to April 7th. But yesterday, the baseball owners and players finally able to come to a deal. The agreement will bring baseball back, but the game will be a little bit different. Now, there will be 162 games this year for each team. There will now be a universal DH, a draft lottery, a 12-team playoff. The lockout's been going on for 99 days, and you have to give baseball some credit, though. Baseball's notorious for resenting change, but with their backs against the wall, they finally made some notable tweaks to the game. And the changes probably won't elevate baseball back into America's pastime, or at least close to it. But if it can help baseball reach a new audience, that's probably a pretty good step, considering all they've been through. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. And now, a message from Discover about real rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that you actually want and something that you can actually use, something like cashback match. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, because when it comes to rewards, you can't go wrong with cash back. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations to apply. Is your current home loan the right fit for you? Near historic low rates may be a great reason to refinance, but when matched with an expertly chosen loan from Loan Depot, you could be saving money and paying more towards the bottom line. Call a Loan Depot loan officer and ask about our 27-year smart term loan or our 10-year arm loan. Get a great rate matched with a great loan by calling 866-888-LOAN or visit Loan Depot at Loan Depot, home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 17445. This is the season to stock up. It's the Napa Gold Filter Cell. Up to 60% off all filters. Tractors, four-wheelers, backhoes, even lawnmowers. If it's got a filter, it's on sale at your locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. While supplies last, Chevron Dello, 15W40, $13 a gallon. Napa Synthetic Motor Oil, $389 a quart. Stock up big before oil prices increase. Seafoam mortar treatment, $6 a can. The Napa Gold Filter Cell now through March 15th. Napa know how. Napa know how. 
Hey everybody, this is Ryan from My Mattress. I wanted to give you an update on Lewiston and their sleeping habits real quick. They're doing amazing. They're sleeping in style. They're buying more beds than they ever have, but there is a little confusion with the citizens and they've hired a sleep doctor. And here are the questions they're getting asked. Are you drinking caffeine late at night? Are you going to bed at the same time and waking up at the same time each morning? And do you have a mattress from My Mattress? Our invitation is still here, Lewiston. Buy a mattress from my mattress today and you sleep better tonight. And, and even pleaded. And the heavens heard you. KLGN Logan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. We are And here's what you need to know. Big weekend of college basketball and on FS1, plenty tonight. In fact, in a couple hours, a Big East semifinal, Villanova against Connecticut. And then late night on FS1, UCLA versus USC in a Pac-12 semifinal. Among the games today, Indiana beat 16th-ranked Illinois in a Big Ten quarterfinal. Fourth-ranked Auburn was upset by Texas A&M 67-62 in an SEC quarterfinal. And right now on FS1 in the first half, Creighton leads Number 11 ranked Providence, 25, 22, 10 NBA games tonight. Pitcher Clayton Kershaw will re-sign with the Dodgers. The Giants will sign pitcher Carlos Rodon from the White Sox. The Cubs finalized an extension with manager David Ross. Spring training games will start on Thursday, three weeks worth of exhibitions. And a grand jury in Texas decided not to indict Houston quarterback Deshaun Watson on criminal charges. I'm Steve DeSager. A presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker yeah. eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Schools. Also going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. What's going on, everybody? Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Thanks for tuning in wherever you may be, whether it's on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, the 106.9 The Fan mobile app, or streaming online, 106.9thefan.com. We appreciate you being here with us as we talk about a variety of different topics. Certainly, there's one big topic that we're tackling today. And that is in regards to Utah State men's basketball as the uh, regular season is uh, is done. The conference tournament is done. Will they have at least one more game that they can play? We'll t- examine some of the options that might be out there for Utah State for the postseason. Uh, Utah Jazz are in action tonight in San Antonio. And uh, a little bit about some interesting topics in the NBA. 
and Major League Baseball uh, is moving forward now. So free agents, uh, being able to sign extensions, things like that, it's all starting to move forward. Players are going to be reporting on Sunday to get ready for opening day on April 7th. If Freddie Freeman is not playing for the Braves, I'm going to be legitimately angry for 162 baseball games, Eric. I can't do it. I can't, I can't do it. I can't, how, I mean, it's like Rizzo leaving the Cubs and, and Brian and, and Javi Baez. Combine all those three into one who are all likable players, and that's Freddie Freeman. I can't do this, Eric. Please, Braves, pull your heads out, put it together, grab into your wallet, and find something to give him. Okay, so looking at some reports on Freddie Freeman and oh, the Atlanta don't do Braves. do this to me right now. Reportedly... He has desired a six-year deal, while the Braves have countered with five. Why not give him five and give him an option year? But the Dodgers, Yankees could still be in pursuit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The Dodgers specifically need a left-hander to replace Seager. And he would be a greatly... Dude, you replace... Seeger with Freeman, that's <laughs> almost equal or to an upgrade of what you're getting. I, Dude, I will not. So the I ESPN prediction is that he'll go to the Dodgers. Okay, well, ESPN likes to, like, eat marshmallow pies with freaking the Dodgers. They Speaking are of marshmallow pies, did you get your bring yours back? I did. You didn't, like, fall into temptation on your long drive and nope. devour it yourself? Chocolate marshmallow pie is fresh and ready to go. For three eight six two, it'll be uh, here Monday afternoon. Carlos gets to spend the weekend with you too. Uh, Carlos Correa is another uh, highly sought after free agent. Yeah, I think he stays in the uh, AL too. By the way, I don't think he goes to the other side. Really? It's too it's too good of a pitching department there. The uh, ESPN is predicting that he goes to the Cubs. Like Eric, that. did you make that up? No. Yes, right you here. did. Yes, you in did. Black and white. By the way, you can text him, by the way, if you guys all want to. 435-339-0321. We got a bunch of texts here, Eric. Okay. Just a couple other quick free agents. Okay. So, okay. So, grab some headlines. So, like, are, okay. So, if Carlos Correa does go to the Dodgers, are you thrilled? If PO'd? he goes to the Dodgers? I mean, Dodgers, not a cup. Sorry. Um, Do you need him? Yes. Do you need him? Yeah, yes, they need him. They had a fire sale last year. They need to replace that with something. Yeah, we're about to have a fire sale in Atlanta, too. Uh, Trevor Story, another one who could be high on the list. Cubs could be looking there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You're like, Cubs are looking at Freeman, Carlos Correa, Trevor Story. They're looking at Sammy Sosa. Uh, Chris Bryant. They're looking at Mark Bryant. But could he stay with, with the Giants or... He'll stay with San Francisco. He ain't going back to Chicago. Does he go to Philadelphia? Because he's friends with yeah. Philadelphia is a good spot for him too. Clayton Kershaw. He's got to be a free agent. You've won your ring, man. You suck now. Nick Castellanos. I don't even know who that dude is. Carlos Rodon. Uh, Michael Conforto. I mean, there's a Kyle Schwarber. There's a couple of guys. Just some oh, pretty Schwarber, former Cub dude. Interesting huh? names that are free agents. Um, that uh, are going to be finding some of them finding new homes. Hey, did I hear AL is going to be adopting the DH rule? Did I hear that correctly? The the National League, you mean? 
Yeah. Yes. Really? Good. That's that's good. I like that rule. I don't know that I love it. I've I've always felt like if you're on the field, then you should be it's a pitcher. taking your time at the plate. It's a pitcher. But it's it's the only professional sport where some teams play one way and some teams play another, and I just you need no, to. No, it's have, not. Football does the same thing. You want do you want the quarterback to go out there and play safety? The NFC and the AFC have the same rules, right? They play under the same framework of rules. The National League and the American League play under a somewhat different set of rules when it comes to if you're a pitcher on the mound, do you take your turn at the plate? I only like it because like if a pitcher throws at a guy, then he has to go back up in the 8-9 spot, right? And then that pitcher can turn around and throw right back at him. Yes, I, I agree with I you. Do, I, I feel like if that. you're on the field... yeah. You should take your turn at the plate. If a pitcher's going to get a little saucy, yeah. you should know it's, it could come right back to him. Yeah. But I also understand for the good of the game and extend some hitters, their their lifespan in Major League Baseball, it will make it more interesting Correct. in the long run. Yes. Okay. Uh, Gilded Morgan's text line. Got a lot of texts coming through here, Roger. A couple from uh, hanging over from last hour. Okay. Uh, five six three four. Wait, hold on. You missed one here. Oh, nine nine four eight. Are you leaving, RJ? You posted the job uh, online so everyone sees it. <laughs> Doesn't mean I have to fill it. <laughs> Eric's gonna be going. S- no, I. I would rather not have to fill it. <laughs> I don't want to fill it. Uh, <clears throat> stay that's, tuned. That's why I didn't read that text. I just oh, you so you saw, but you didn't I purposely want to read it. glossed over. Oh, poor nine nine four eight. You know, texting into the show. He's a big Bears fan. Poor guy. He's already going through a rough time. They just traded Khalil Mack. Five six three four. If the Aggies make the NIT, and they're a seven seed. They could end up playing BYU in the first yes. round. Yes. They have them as a two seed. Now, there is conversation about that because guess who pays for Utah State's travel cost in the first couple of NIT games since their home and home sites, Eric? The university. <laughs> and so you want to limit those costs as much as possible. Uh, and if you can do that by um, sending a team just an hour and a half, two hours south, that's 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 your best way to get it done. But and by the way, someone confirmed for me this of what you told me on the phone. The NIT likes unique matchups, something that hasn't already been played. And if it has been played, it has to be really, really, really spicy, like unique, great interest in that matchup. Otherwise, they want to kind of defer from the old traditional style and find something that is more unique that could still draw interest in that ball game for the crowd at whatever home site or even for visiting fans if they can attend that game as well. Yeah. Uh, last year, getting back to a point that was made earlier, last year Colorado State had a deep run in the NIT. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Boise State played a couple of games in the NIT. Uh, bless you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, so, um, so yeah, the Mountain West has had multiple teams participate and have had some success recently. Um, 
And so uh, hopefully that proves to be a good blueprint. Because look, look where Colorado State and Boise State, Boise State are now. Mm-hmm. Right? They used that as kind of a launching point to get them into a good season this year. So I, I, participating in the NIT is, is a good thing for Utah State. Uh, 9952. After watching a lot of Mountain West basketball this year, as someone that's a ref in another college sport, I think the Mountain West has a serious officiating problem. I saw very few young refs working games and saw the same old guys set in their ways. So when I looked at the list and I saw no Randy McCall or Dave Hall, I thought, oh my goodness gracious, the Lord does love us. I threw my hands in the air and said, we are going to get fair treatment tonight. Well, what did I know? Craig Thompson, while combing his fine hair, called the officials and said, hey, look, I've got four teams that are eligible for the NCAA tournament. One of them, it could be a very good seed. Do not screw this up for my conference and for my pocketbook. And sure enough, the refs were like, hey, whatever we can do to help out. Oh, Bearstow, that guy fell on you? That's a foul on you. Oh, Justin Bean, you're going to drive to the lane after and the guy's going to slide underneath shot. you? That's a foul on Justin Bean. Oh, Rod, you're going to elbow a guy in the Wachobies? You know what? Great call. That's a blocking foul because the guy fell down and grabbed his Wachobies. And you know what? You get three free throws. It's just unreal. And and I'm so sick and tired of the Mount West Conference being lazy about this. That they don't give a crap enough about their own Mount West Conference tournament. Being in a flat-out embarrassment nationally. Eric, Scott Van Pelt hopped on Twitter and was tweeting about the Mount West Conference officiating. Yeah, Scott so Van was Pelt. Wally Zerbiak and Wally the CBS Zerbiak post? Had his mo- yeah. yeah. Uh, Kenny Smith tweeted out something. I mean, there it was coming from everywhere. And freaking Craig Thompson's in his $9 million mansion hanging out with Larry Scott, figuring out how to be a more crappier commissioner than he already is, and thinking, huh, I wonder how I can screw this up more. Oh, this looks great. It's a house on fire, and I'm just going to look over and look at the camera and be like, hey, we're fine. Everything's okay. (laughs) Holy crap, dude. He sucks, and he needs – we need a new commissioner. We badly need a new commissioner. Someone who actually cares about the conference, its teams, and the job. I am so infuriated with the Mountain West Conference officiating. Randy McCall's too old to be doing this. Dave Hall needs too much attention. Uh, what's his bucket? Uh, Kevin? Uh, last night, I think he's a head official. He just like, um, I mean, he blatantly blatantly would call whistles against Utah State just to make sure Colorado State would get that win. Just so they could get that win, so they could make sure that they got an official... Then why do the makeup call? Oh, dude, because if you don't, your butt's on the line after that game. There's a poll reporter that's going to come talk to you, and there's going to be national media begging the Mount West Conference, hey, we'd like to chat with you about that horrible disaster last night. I can, I can tell you this right now, and this is for fact. As soon as that call went towards, uh, as soon as that call went for Colorado State, every single official looked at each other, and I was told from a very, very, very reliable source, this was the comment that was told to me about uh, about that uh, comment. The refs countered to Ryan Odom saying, "What did the defender do wrong?" "Quote unquote." When Justin Bean ran into him, that's what the comment was to coach. What did the defender do wrong? I'm not even. I slid right into him. I was told by someone who was right next to that situation that exact same thing. That's what the ref told Odom. What did the defender do wrong when Bean went into him? 
That's that's the embarrassment that we freaking have, and that's a horrible, 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 horrible officiating crew last night that we got. Okay, 9952 says, LOL, okay, AJ, I wasn't just focusing on last night. Oh, yeah, the whole season, you're right, the whole season sucked. Uh, what I don't know, and we've, we've talked about this, because there was inconsistencies within games and from game to game, what, and we would see some some different things going on. What I don't know is how much COVID affected officiating. Like, we know when it affects a basketball team. Like, it's it's in the news. Like, these, this guy, this player, he's in health and safety protocols. He can't travel with the team. Or this coach can't be on the sidelines. It's in the news. Like, we know when a player or a coach has got COVID and it affects the rest of the team. We don't know, never get reported about officiating. And so... We don't know if they're pulling officials from other leagues. They're pulling, moving them up or uh, moving guys forward quicker in their careers than they need to, just as of necessity. So I think there was some of that going on. I don't know. But there is there is a problem in the Mountain West with it's consistency and understanding what is and what isn't. A, well, a why are we screwed over Utah State every time? Playing St. Mary's, Randy McCall... Playing uh, Wyoming at Wyoming, EK gets two fouls in the first half early. Doesn't get a foul the rest of the way. Colorado State had their sixth foul with 11 and a half minutes remaining. They didn't get their seventh foul until Roddy, quote unquote, fouled Bean in that makeup call. They didn't have their seventh foul for nine minutes of basketball? Someone explain this to me. Call. What a joke. I need the guy from Princess Bride. What? Who's that? Inconceivable. What? What are you doing? <laughs> Inconceivable. You haven't seen that movie? You're grounded. Get, get, get on right, the we got, we got a lot more texts coming through. Uh, 8968. Uh, this is hard, but since I'm in Wyoming for the moment, I guess I'm rooting for the Cowboys. I may never do that again. My internet isn't playing nice, so it cut off about the time you already uh, you were reading my text. So, do you think the Aggies will be in on one of the uh, so what tournaments? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So they'll be in the NIT. Yep, uh, Eric. There's no way you have four teams go to the big dance, and you're like, oh, that fifth team. Yeah, you might have been good, but not sorry, not a good enough NIT team with a 60 net ranking. They're going to the NIT. They'll hear their name Sunday night. Look forward to seeing. Hopefully, they're hosting, but I doubt they are. I think they'll be on the road. So, uh, 32 teams get involved with the NIT. Um, yeah, teams host for the first three rounds. A um, couple of the other tournaments that are out there, there's the CIT. Well, it's actually under a different name now. It's been rebranded as the Basketball Classic. Uh, all of those games are streamed on ESPN+. Plus. Power 5 conferences... A-10, American, Big East, Conference USA, and Mountain West are generally not eligible to participate in the Basketball Classic. Uh, so they want a lot of those Which is lower cool. level, unnamed. Gives them a chance yeah. to continue to That's play. All right. and I'm okay with I'm that. I'm okay with that. And then there's the CBI. 16 teams participate in that. But here's the kicker. You have to pay a $50,000 entry fee to participate. And that's why I said Utah State would not go to that one. Now, USU has participated in the past. They won, or they Actually, went to no, the championship. No, that was the CIT. That oh, was that's the CIT. Right. CBI. Nevada won the CBI in 2016. Wyoming won the CBI in 2017. But I, 
I think it's either the NIT or nothing, nothing. for USU, yep. and I'm pretty confident the Aggies will be in the NIT. Me too. I yep, I would agree. You'll see him on Sunday night with their name announced. Uh, two seven seven six on our Guild Mortgage text line. If Odom can find a Sam Merrill and Keta this offseason, I think we'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Right, they're just, Man, you know, Sam, I don't know what your eligibility is left, but could you find an extra year somehow and come hang out with us? Those uh, NBA players are just uh, falling out of trees. You know, they're just got to find the right tree. Golly. Right, I'd take them in a nice? heartbeat. 4034. You guys are a little behind with the baseball signings. Uh, Radon to the Giants. Two years, $44 million. Kershaw back to the Dodgers for one year. So, oh, okay. okay. So, well, thank you, 4034. Appreciate your help on that. Um, Kershaw plays one year and retires as a Dodger then? Is that what the you – know, what the what – the You're writing on the wall is? Um, I, you know, I don't know. Depends on how he does this year. Man, Radon signed for two years and $44 million? That's $22 million a year. What in the world? 9948. Uh, they needed to get rid of Mac. Making too much money for not being on the field reliably. Oh. Same way I feel about Connolly for the yep, Jazz. Yep, absolutely. Yep, both about the same. Yep. Uh, one, five, three, four. In basketball, they're not just Mountain West refs. Those same refs do Pac-12, West Coast, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Hmm. Yeah, there got to be something done with officiating. Especially the the charge call. Like nobody that is the most inconsistent call in all of sports, it seems like. Yeah. What's a charge? What's a block? Nobody knows anymore. And, and, it's and a nobody bang, knows bang, what a f- and, and the whole we've and, and be by better. the way, when Roddy get when Roddy runs over Rylan Jones and they call flop on Rylan, or sorry, Ash no, I'm sorry, Ashworth, Ashworth is fighting worth for a ball. Fighting for a ball, he loses his balance and they're like, Oh, that's a flop. That's when I knew this thing was gonna go south immediately. And again, it's just a joke. The Mount West Conference officiating is an absolute complete joke. And our commissioner doesn't care because he's so busy making sure his top four teams are protected so they don't get uh, hurt in, uh, in, you know, and punished in the NCAA tournament. Unreal. 9310 echoing the same sentiment of 1534. Aren't the refs shared by multiple West Coast conferences? Is it really a Mountain West problem? Now, I think you're right. I think they're... Uh, multiple conferences. So, and and by the way, in, get involved when the conference tournaments are happening in Las Vegas, those refs will rotate from tournament to tournament. Um, so Randy McCall went and did the Pac-12 games the next day, uh, as did John Shipper. John Higginson rotate will rotate tonight into the Mount West Conference play. So they'll rotate through conferences in Las Vegas to call games. Interesting. It makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, let's see. A couple more texts before we take another timeout. 9176. Watching a pitcher bat is just bad TV. Automatic out. You know, I think there's... A, I mean, Can well, I introduce yeah, you and, to and, Shohei Otani? Eric, that's one in a million. Don't compare him and, 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 and Madison Bumgarner. <laughs> that's true. He's, he's a bit of a unicorn. Uh, but, yes, it's... But, look, pitchers can bunt. They can still swing a bat. Uh, and but he's right. It's an automatic base. out. It's an automatic out. It's true. That, that's a great. That's a great point. I, yes, for the good of the game, I have come to accept that designated hitter, a universal designated hitter, 
is better for the game of baseball moving forward. It's, I would agree. It goes against the traditionalist nature of, of how the game should be played, but I get it. I get it. Uh, 9952, based on seeing the same officials all season, COVID wasn't an issue. I would agree. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, 2305, ever notice when watching an NBA game on TNT or another network, they never re- uh, replay a questionable foul. Well, by the way, so like that's... it never happened. They always show a basket being made, but never a questionable foul call. So, by the way, when Bean was called for that foul, they didn't show it on the screen. They didn't show it on the jumbotron. And when David Roddy was called for his foul, they didn't show it on the jumbotron either. They knew dang well what was going on. They didn't want fan reaction. Oh boy, and they would have got it too. And well, they already got it. They would have got more. I just again, it's the Mountain West Conference being lazy and being an embarrassment to the rest of the country. Which good for you, Craig. If that's the way you want to go. So is that a directive from the Mountain West to the replay yes. people there in the absolutely? Uh, arena? Oh yeah, because guess what they did show Stevens game winning layup and asked for his, uh, you know, Chuck at the end. They're willing to show that. They didn't want to show the bean foul, and they didn't want to show the Roddy foul. Yeah. All right, love to continue to get your feedback after Utah State loses last night to Colorado State in the Mountain West Conference quarterfinals. Regular season is over. Uh, there's a good chance they've still got at least one yes, more game, hopefully absolutely. more than just that. Absolutely. Uh, but we can also talk a little bit about the NBA, how uh, NBA, well, the media that follows the NBA is more focused on one team's dysfunction and demise than on good basketball. And that's really frustrating. But is that what drives ratings? And they're only doing what the viewers say that they want. Uh, the Jazz are in action tonight, taking on the Spurs. And also um, Bobby Wagner, Seattle Seahawks, didn't do him right. We'll talk about that coming up next on the Full Court Press. Do you want to set yourself apart from the competition? A new leadership MBA at Utah State University will help you lead companies and drive change in your organization. You can attend in person in Logan on Thursday evenings or take online interactive classes. Complete your MBA in as little as a year. Apply before March 15th to be considered for summer semester. Contact the MBA office for a waiver of the $55 application fee. Learn more at utahstatemba.com. That's utahstatemba.com. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. Does your employer offer you seven weeks of vacation each year? Do they offer four-day weekends after three 12-hour shifts? If not, you're working at the wrong place. This is Scotty with Homestead Cabinet in Hiram. You heard me right. Seven weeks vacation, four-day weekends, three-day work weeks. Homestead Cabinet in Hiram is the place to be. We need good hard workers who are humble and curious to work in one of the most technologically advanced shops in the nation. If this is you, go to homesteadcabinet.net slash careers and apply today. 
Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. At White Pine, we value compassion, integrity, and service. We are committed to serving you and treating your family as our family. We will be here when you need us most to listen, to help, and to provide exactly what your circumstances require. At White Pine, we promise to dedicate our time and attention to you and your family. We invite you to come by and meet us. We're confident you'll feel a difference. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Welcome back to Full Court Press. Eric France and Ajay Salveson. And the Guild Mortgage text line is where we can hear from you. 435-339-0321. And uh, let's get back to these texts. Got a lot coming through here. 9315. Um, let's see here. Got a couple here from 9315. Just like how the Mountain West Conference won't look serious about football team adding or leaving. Need a new commissioner. And ask Ajay about the last time out at the end of the game. Oh, Yes. Yes, thank you. Um, some question about did Utah State have a timeout still to use and chose not to use it? That's correct. Or was that a mistake on the screen? No, no. They they had a timeout to use and they didn't use it. And honestly, it's I, I, I think it's just good to go. Like you've got chaos, you got people scrambling, um, on at least on Colorado State side. Um I mean, and if you call a timeout then you're setting it up and usually it's it's just it's just not going to work that way. I, I like the no timeout. Just play. You got one point eight. See if you yeah, can find some chaos. Does it adva- allow you to to advance the ball? Uh, was no, it not it, a full. It was you no, know, it was a thirty. Okay, they were at a full timeouts. They had just used it. Okay, so then we were also debating: would it have made sense for Bean when that steal happened to back it out yes. with fourteen seconds? Yes, and milk the clock. Yes. for a last shot. Yes, or because he had momentum and it looked like a pretty clear path the right thing to do to go to all the way to the hoop. No, pull it out. But again, Eric, when it, there's 14 seconds left on the clock, it's it was a it was a two-point ball game, right? Carlos had the lead by two. Um you're just I mean your mentality is just kind of everywhere. Your your brain's a little bit scrambled. Um and he's and you're right. He saw an open lane. He went to the lane. Uh you know, tried to draw contact, got the contact but didn't get the call. Um it would make more sense to pull it out and try to play for the tie. Giving yourself the last shot, well, maybe the last shot. Um, you Colorado State wouldn't have much time to do anything, but that's basketball, man. It happens. See, my 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 opinion was it was the right play for Justin. It's transition. He looks like he's got momentum and yeah. he's got a path. And he did go have for a path sh- too. Go what looks to be the sure thing. Yeah, where points were a premium and they were hard to get. Yep. That was probably as good a look as they were going to get. Yeah, exactly. And that is a good point. Yep. Um, I mean, now, do you use a timeout during then? Mm, maybe, maybe not. But I mean, you just you kind of take what you get there. So he got the look. He got, he ended up getting free throws on the other side, anyways. And then you, you got to get a stop. Brandon Horvath was unable to come help on that, uh, on that layup. Here's what I would have done, though. I would have fouled the crap out of that dude. I would have hacked him so hard. Make him go to the line and win it. Make him go to the line and hit two free throws and see if he can do it. Because I guarantee you he splits it and they go one to two. And it's, you know, different. But it is what it is. 
Six eight nine one. You can blame me for the loss. Uh, they were winning until I turned the game on. Nah, nah, dude. <laughs> we'll blame a lot of things for the loss. Mascots, fans, everything. Six eight nine one. Uh, nine one seven six says, as an Angels fan, I'm aware of Shohei. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he is a very he's, unique, he's incredible. I hope he stays healthy animal. this upcoming year too. No, yeah, he, for the sake of baseball. Yes. Oh yeah. That yeah. When I say that, I mean for baseball. Yep. Yeah. One five seven zero. Steroids is actually really good for baseball too. It used to be a lot more interesting. I agree. Steroids in baseball was awesome. I want him back. Let's do it. Yeah, but you know what? Without steroids, more teams are like swinging for the fences. More guys are trying for home runs. Like the rate of home runs is up. It's not a steroid era. It's just analytics says. Go for it all. Yep. Don't try to manufacture runs. Just go for home runs. Go for deep shots. Kind of like the three-point game in the NBA. Yeah. So that's evolved. Uh, 2305. It's the television universal way they treat all fouls. They don't show them. NBA, college, you, know, you name it, it's their policy. Uh, because so many mistakes are made, they will not let anyone have a second look. Did they show it on the TV? They didn't show it on the Jumbotron. Yeah, it was shown. Yeah, they didn't show it on the Jumbotron. They they knew full well what would happen if they did. 3-3-3-1. Three, 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 uh, the, the DH makes the manager's job a lot easier. I liked it the way it was. Okay. All right. 8968, Liddell Anderson years ago made a statement, referees have a very bad job and they do it uh, about that well. Yep. <laughs> yep, it's true. Uh, that's good. Hey, by the way, can I go back really quick to 3331's comment about the DH? And that's true. Like like when you're riding in a lineup with a pitcher in it, you got to base the lineup around the pitcher. Like what's going to give you the best opportunity to make sure that your pitcher doesn't have to swing the bat and put yourself in a ground ball double play situation. Instead, he can just bunt them over. Or if you can get a quick guy on first, and then your pitcher's up, you can steal a base, then sacrifice him over to third. Um, this eliminates that kind of a headache. So I, I would agree with three 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 one. Nine three one five. Weighing in. Uh, we did play amazing in the first half of the game on offense. And then look what the needle in the arm did for Ajay. He roots for the wrong baseball and basketball teams. And then somehow try to tell you he is not a bandwagon fan in the NFL. What? I don't root for the wrong teams. I root for the Jazz. I root for the Braves. I root for the Patriots. And the Bucks. What's wrong with that? And whomever uh, Tom Brady plays for next year. No, he's not playing next year, Eric. Don't. Stop doing that. He's done. He's addicted to the NFL. He He's going to watch a lot of football next year. Good for him. He's, he's not miss, coming back. He's going to miss being away from he's the game. He's not coming back. He played at an MVP level last year. Good for him. It's a great way to end, a se- end your career. Physically, he's able to continue to play. So was Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson, and a lot of other dudes. But you know what? They're like, I want to be, I want to be able to see like straight. I want to have a functioning brain. I don't want to have, I want to have both legs functioning. 
Gal. But he's addicted to the game. He can't walk away from it. Yes, he will. Eric, stop it. He's done. He's going to retire as a Patriot. He's going to sign a one-day contract. He's going to retire as a Patriot, and all's going to be well. Mac Jones will be his backup? He's no. Oh, my gosh. 6-2-9-4. On Bearstow's dunk attempt toward the end of the game, they showed the replay on TV, clearly showing he got hit on his wrist. TV commentators didn't say anything about it. Yeah, you still got to finish the dunk, though. And then he missed a bunny uh, on a right-handed hook shot. He's, he's got to finish it. And then, by the way, I, I talked to coach. Uh, I talked to one of the coaches. Uh, those plays were designed for Barristow. Um, they were designed to get Barristow the ball in that situation. Interesting, if you ask me. Uh, I want to take a time out, and then I want to just finish up our discussion about Utah State. Like, where does the team go from here? Mm-hmm. Right, based on who the underclassmen are on the roster, um, who takes that next level based on their current progress, and what holes need to be filled. 435-339-0321. I'd love to get your thoughts on that as well. We also threw out there uh, Justin Bean. He Does he have a uh, – can he have a career in the NBA? And if so, like, what guys in the NBA today – kind of resemble the type of player that Justin Bean is. So if there's somebody in the NBA right now doing things that Justin Bean does, is that a good kind of template of, uh, of an opportunity in the, in the NBA for Justin Bean? Also, uh, Bobby Wagner, Seattle Seahawks, did not do him right the way things uh, went down there. We'll explain that coming up next on the Full Court Press. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farmer business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally, now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. Elements has delicious lunch specials, two for $30, or the new soup, salad, and bread special for just $10 is tasty and quick. Elements' lunch menu is full of scrumptious items prepared with a personal touch. Wood-fired pizzas are an excellent choice that include barbecue chicken and the bee's knees. The fresh-battered halibut fish and chips with seasoned fries is always a hit. And don't forget the fan-favorite Munster Burger. Casual or professional, open Monday through Thursday, 11.30 to 8 p.m., and Friday and Saturday, 11.30 to 9 p.m., Visit TheElementsRestaurant.com for reservations today. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Your team's in the locker room ready to get out there and play to win, but you see a player you don't recognize. They're wearing your jersey and even know your coach's name. But who are they? Would you let this stranger look at your team's playbook? That's exactly how phishing attacks work. In 2020, the number of phishing attacks against businesses doubled compared to the previous year. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. If you're looking to reduce your fuel costs and lower your monthly payment, now is the time to get to Murdoch Volkswagen. With over 43 miles per gallon and for only $20,945, the new 2021 Volkswagen Jetta Manual will ease your pain at the pump. Or with over 1,000 pre-owned vehicles in stock, we have the perfect vehicle for you. The quantities are limited, so get the deals while they last. When you walk through our doors, you feel like family at Murdoch Volkswagen in Logan or online at MurdochVW.com. Call 866-628-2065 or see dealer for complete details. Offer expires 331 22. 
It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to Full Court Press. That's such a bad draft pick. That's on Dennis Lindsay, too. I... Doka Azubuki yeah. rolled his ankle, and there's some reports he may have dislocated his ankle after being uh, assigned to the Stars. That's the third time in 13 months he's injured that ankle. That's always fun. Jazz in action tonight against the Spurs, pregame at 6.20 here on the fan, tip-off at 6.30. Um, really, the Jazz have been a road team since February 27th. I know they had the home game against Portland, but then they got back on a plane again. So it's it was just like another road game. Uh, Jazz will be home uh, tomorrow night to take on the Sacramento Kings. I uh, don't know if Keta will be available. He's been playing for the Stockton Kings as of late. Uh, 9315 on our Guild Mortgage uh, text line. I think Barristow turns into a great player next year because he has better confidence. And, and that's... That's kind of my feeling, too, Ajay. When I look at the USU roster and see who could come back and who's going to be some of the foundational pieces next year, Stephen Ashworth is one of those guys. Sean Barstow is one of those guys. But I don't know that there's too many others that I'm like, okay, yeah, the next step for him, he's going to be a foundational guy. I think this roster, Max Shulga, I don't know that he's a foundational guy. He's a rotation guy. Yeah, he's not a foundational guy. I don't know that he's a You got to go find yourself. You got to go find yourself a dog. A guy who's willing to grind out 40 minutes and be the guy. Who's willing to be like, oh, you need need someone to score? Like, enough of this. I'm so tired of this whole two and a half minute scoring drought twice twice a half. It's got to stop. We need to get a guy who's willing to go out there and be like, I'm going to get a bucket. I'm going to find a way to score one way or another, and it's going to be on me. Just give me the ball and get out of the way. And somebody who can be a presence in the post. Yeah. Does does uh, Zapala or Dorius, do they take that next level? No. I don't I, I, I think I don't, don't see the trends moving in that direction. I don't. Not fast enough. I don't think. No, never mind. I won't say it on air. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's either of those guys. As a, as, as backups, maybe. No, not even as a backup. Yeah, it, it's got to be. Th- there's a lot of work this roster needs. And I think Odom knows that. Look, I, I, Odom understands. Like, dude, this was year one in the Mount West Conference for him. He, he, he. I mean, it was a, it was a, pit bull island over here. I mean, Eric, Roddy. I, the lineups in each team were pretty darn good, and I mean, it was hard, man. And so you, I mean, you, he really walked into like an alligator island, and he had to find his way out of it. Like, and now he has a chance to go out there and hit the portal and find a way to recruit and get guys that are going to match that tenacity and what Mount West Conference is all about. Our coaching staff's smart. We're going to be okay. Let's hope so. No, I, I, uh, I, I know. So. so I'm not going to question a coaching staff after one year. Uh, yeah, fair, fair point. Um, but I, I think there are some pieces, but 
it's pretty clear that more are needed. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, other news that's uh, coming out, Bobby Wagner on social media earlier today, I saw it the second he tweeted this and thought, what? But he went to Twitter today and said, crazy part about all this, I played there for 10 years and I didn't even hear it from them that I wasn't coming back. That's sad, really. It just... That's how you treat your guys, My huh? gosh, this guy had a tremendous career. He's a Hall of Famer. Multiple Pro Bowl guy, all uh, NFL guy. He's played his entire career there in Seattle, helped get them to multiple Super Bowls, and they cut him for uh, to save money, but they didn't tell him first. Yeah. He finds out somewhere else. That sucks, man. Classless. That's that's too bad. Hope he goes to an NFC West team like the LA Rams, and it just kicks the crap out of the Seahawks yeah, twice. Just so we can see him again. Yeah, I do it. You I remember me. Yeah, like I mean, honestly, go send go send a minimum veteran and just go out there and dominate your own team. Like that would be great. That'd be that'd be awesome. But excited for him to come back here in uh, April and come be part of the. Uh, Utah State Athletics Hall of Fame group. Uh, him and Robert Turbin together will be there, and I'll be awesome to see Bobby Wagner here back in town. Yeah, absolutely. If anybody knows how to treat their former players right, it would be Aggie football. Uh, two seven seven six. Why are you guys posting Ajay's job when the best K fan host is already in the building? When the best K fan host is already in the building. Why are you posting Ajay's job? When the best oh, AJ. He's not on K Fan. He's never been on K Fan. Isn't this K Fan? No, this is the fan. Oh, maybe uh, maybe that's what he's trying to say. Yeah, KLGN, the fan. The fan. He just used K and then used the fan. Well, there's been some stations that would, they call themselves K Fan. Would you calm down? But Eric? we're not. K fan. Okay. Okay. Fan. Take it easy on two seven seven six, will you? He doesn't understand the radio biz. Oh, it says so he follows up saying, "I meant KLGN." Oh, see, Eric, right, he just there. meant that way. Okay. That's okay. Well, just you and I know people that were on K fan when it used to exist. Oh, dude, Lake. do you remember that? Those were the old, old, old days. Holy cow! Yes. Using you know wagons to get to the station and. <laughs> <laughs> Telephones to talk on the radio. Oh, my word. (laughs) All right. uh, Another quick timeout here in the full court press. Hey, 2776 should apply for the job. (laughs) No, there shouldn't be a job. There is a job. There shouldn't be a job opening. There is a job opening. You should do a tryout with all our listeners. (gasps) Hey, it's Jackson with Mountain West Motor, inviting you to check out our new location at 615 North Main in Logan. If you're looking for a rig that will turn heads on the road, each vehicle on our lot has been customized and built for your adventure. Whether it's hauling kids, hauling trailers, or roaming in the mountains, choose from our collection of trucks and SUVs at Mountain West Motor like no other dealership in Cache Valley. Visit us at mwmotor.com. Mountain West Motor, built for your adventure. 
The Cash Valley Media Group helps Angie's Restaurant grow their business. They're personable, they're easy to deal with, they're easy to work with, and at the end of the day, they give you results. What surprised you about being on the radio? I did not think that we'd be getting the results that we did, so uh, it kind of exceeded our expectations. Visit CashValleyMediaGroup.com or call 752-1390. Helping you grow your business, Cash Valley Media Group. Helping your business grow. Home life extends outside the walls of your home, too. And when outside, it's a little upgrade. A new deck, landscaping, or even your dream pool or hot tub. Your home can pitch in and help with a new home equity line of credit from D11's Bank. Competitive rates, a wide range of customized terms, local decision-making and processing. Let your home help with its outdoor total makeover with a new home equity line of credit today. Find out more at D11's.com. This is Community Banking. D11's Bank. Equal housing lender. Crystal Vision would like to thank their clients for their best year yet. They're grateful for your business and trust. It's a new year, so time for a new look. Crystal Vision, the gold medal winner in Best of Northern Utah, has a frame style you'll love that will set you apart from others. Take in your current prescription and let Crystal Vision fit you into a new look. Let this be the year your glasses feel like they were made for you. Crystal Vision on 14th North or online at crystalvision.com. Cold weather is here. Let the gold medal winner in the best of Northern Utah's fireplace category help you update your home with Napoleon's full line of gas or wood-burning products. Building a new home? Let the professionals at Advanced Fireplace and Stove design and install your fireplace. From traditional to modern, Napoleon has something for every design and every budget. Install a product that will allow your family to make memories for years to come. Stop by at their showroom or visit them at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. The new year isn't the only thing we're celebrating here at Alpine Home Medical. This year marks our 25th anniversary, and we couldn't be happier to serve you. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent. If you haven't shopped with us, we'd love for you to make us your one-stop shop for any of your home medical needs. They're always changing, so please don't hesitate to stop by any of our 10 locations throughout Utah and southern Idaho. Or online at alpinehomemedical.com. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Duh. What? What are you shaking your head over there? Eric France and Andre Salvas in here on the Full Court Press. At MLS Motor, every truck and SUV is unique and has been customized, so you'll be able to be, uh, you'll be you'll be ready for your next adventure, <laughs> and you'll be equipped with all the right gear: uh, traction boards, rooftop tents, racks, outdoor jacks, and more. All new, now open at 615 North Main Street, Mount West Motor, or visit mwmotor.com. Shoot, <laughs> call. <laughs> What? Why me? Oh, hey, by the way, big thanks to Valvoline Instant Oil. Oh, nope. Uh, big thanks to Mount West Motor for being a part of the show. <laughs> I've been gone a little too long there, Ajay. A few things have changed. <laughs> but we appreciate what, how they helped us before. It's great. <laughs> uh, it's okay, freestyle. It's, you know, it's fine. <laughs> It's fine. It's all fine. <laughs> Just start thinking. Never mind. <laughs> eight nine six eight. Wagner will be back when it comes to Seattle. I hope with a vengeance. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Agreed. Uh, six two nine four. 
Oh, yeah. Old school K-Fan. MJB in the morning. MJB. I don't know who that was. MJB. Old school K-Fan, though. Yeah, that was, holy crap, a long time ago. Interesting days. 2776. Um, let's see. I do have a face for radio, but a body for working the working the pole? Yes. I bet Wagner can't wait to get back to Seattle and sack Russell Wilson. Oh, he's going to crush him. Well, Russell Wilson won't be in Seattle. Russell Wilson's yeah. going to be in Denver. Denver. Nine three one five is Ajay moving to the to the Cougar call. You did find a secret YBU folder last this last fall. I'm not going to BYU. <laughs> this more rumors are spreading. Eric, stop it. Six two nine four. Come on, guys. Monson James. Oh Boone. yeah, dude. By the way, um, yeah, there was Monson, David James, and Boone. Oh, uh, sorry, Booner. Not uh, Craig Bullerjack. Uh, so Bullerjack and Monsoon also did a show to Monsoon. Yeah, I don't remember Boone. Yeah, Boone Boone would hop on for as a guest appearance. It was more David James and Gordon Monson, and then Gordon Monson did a show with Craig Bullerjack for quite some time. Yes, dude, that show was fire. It was. Oh man, that was not great sports punches. radio. No, and the, and the great thing about Gordon Monson is he told it like it was. Yeah. He just always, even in the radio perspective, he told it like it was. It was really just kind of like what I do. <laughs> Two seven seven six with the uh, crying emoji, laughing crying emoji. A body for a working purple. <laughs> I just don't imagine. I don't even want. Never mind. Hey, um, hit me. Two quick things. Okay. First, uh, unvaccinated players in Major League Baseball cannot travel to Canada to play the Blue Jays. That's a problem. Well, it's. And they won't get paid for those games. So Canada's they, government requires a person must have received a second vaccine dose or the Johnson & Johnson at least 14 days before being allowed to enter the country. So if you're in the AL, you might want to get vaccinated. If you're in the AL East, you definitely want to be. I mean, oh my word. Hey, Can't uh, we just say like, posit- or get negative tests and do those other protocols? Yeah. I mean, it's nuts in Canada. Hey, more on what you may have missed, Eric. Uh, Deshaun Watson has uh, been cleared uh, and will not face any criminal charges in connection with the sexual misconduct allegations. So uh, the the long, dark winter of uncertainty surrounding Deshaun Watson is now over. As the teams, like the Houston has not been, hasn't wanted to play him. Teams have not wanted to trade for him. Because of this uncertainty, like what are you gonna? Why trade for him if he's just gonna end up in jail? Now there's civil suits that could still happen, but criminal that will send him to jail looks like that's not going to take place. So, will teams roll the dice on him and uh, try to go after him as their next quarterback, even though he has some baggage with him? But oh, he's gonna. We're seeing some of these moves. Yeah, right now teams are giving up a lot just for a average quarterback we saw what washington just did so you'd think deshaun watson would have some pretty interesting value hey no one's a bigger fan of that move than tony jones he's uh he's thrilled about carson wentz going to the (laughs) washington commandos uh eric uh hey by the way speaking of which jordan love trade block i haven't had a chance to talk to you about this yet really i i like what the the colts wanted this dude they wanted him there and they didn't get him in time green Bay picks him up in the first round does the colts make a move for jordan love now uh maybe They've got the assets for it. 
to be able to acquire what the what Green Bay wants from, and it's not a whole lot because they're like, look, you don't want the guy anyways. It's a great question. I, I think it comes down to, well, it's not Jordan's decision, but uh, it, it may come down to Green Bay realizing, look, Aaron's still going to be here, and uh, we, we've got some other guys that can serve as serviceable backups. Uh-huh. Jordan Love may still have some trade equity mm. that we could get something out of it. So I don't know. For Jordan Love, I'm hoping for an opportunity to, to find a new place because it's clear I'm not seeing the field in Green Bay. Yeah, not with this diva in front of you. It's unfortunate. Uh, news out of Chicago. The Cubs have extended the contract to manager David Ross through 2024. It's good news. <laughs> for who? The rest of the NL Central? Uh, and then lastly, look, the, I, I mentioned this earlier. Phoenix clinched a playoff berth. They're 40 games above 500. They're the first team in the NBA this season to qualify for the playoffs. But the headlines are about what happened between Brooklyn and Philadelphia, which I'm okay with. That's a great rivalry. It's saucy. It's spicy. It gets people talking. And they're talking about the dysfunction of the Lakers who just lost to the NBA worst Houston Rockets. I mean, it's really unfortunate for Phoenix. They don't I, I think feel so. for them. That's the situation Jazz fans found themselves in a year ago. Dude, they don't care. They're like, we'll just hide underneath the radar and then come beat you. <laughs> they don't mind being underneath the radar at all. Uh, Jazz are in action tonight Yeah, against the Spurs. We're screwed. Pre-game at 6.20, tip-off at 6.30. Jazz will play the Sacramento Kings tomorrow in Salt Lake. And, um, yeah, just, what, we are uh, <gasps> NCAA tournament. games. NCAA tournament. Oh, yes, yes. Next week, NCAA tournament going on. We're going to have a ton of games here on the fan. So take your radio with you. Tune into the fan. And we'll jump on every now and then we'll as well. We'll chime in the best that we can, but it will interrupt our programming, but yeah. it's okay. 